Hello and welcome again to Everything Bagels with Jenny Cressman and an interesting person. This time I have with me somebody who's only in Huntsville occasionally. She normally hails from British Columbia. Alberta. No, Alberta. And prior to that, Nova Scotia. Okay, let me just let her take the floor. Deborah Hornsby, who are you and why are you here? I am the, what's called the Road Warrior for the Band Center Mountain Film Festival here in Huntsville at the Algonquin Theater, sponsored by Algonquin Outfitters. And I have been coming, I've come four times, and I just finished a three-night show at the Algonquin. Okay, the Algonquin Theater here in Huntsville hosts that show annually, pretty much every January. But in the meantime, you're doing a lot of things out in Banff, Alberta that relate to the festival. Can you tell us a little bit of what you do when you're not here on the road? Yeah, I've worked for the Banff Center Mountain Film Festival since 2000. Um, I actually officially retired about 10 years ago. But since then, I've been handling a volunteer contract for the festival. The festival takes place every November, and we have a volunteer crew of about 100 to handle our guests in Banff, and I run that crew. And then uh, when the festival's over, we take the shows on the road, and I'm one of the lucky people who gets to take them all over Canada and the United States. Yeah, so it, international road tour. So where all do you go? You, you're on an Ontario tour now, but you also do other tours in the States sometimes, right? Yes, this year I'm doing a tour in Utah when I finish the Ontario tour uh, with a brief stop in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Uh, and we go to all over the United States, California, New Mexico, Arizona, down the eastern seaboard, New York City, which I've never done. I would love to do that oh, show. Wow. Yeah, so, and then... Um, the festival also sends the uh, films all over the world to 50 different countries, actually. But wow. we actually contract with hosts in those countries. Us road warriors, unfortunately, don't get to go to Australia. Okay. Uh, although you could speak the language, just with a different accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you don't get to go to Hawaii yet. Not yet. No, okay. we, we've been lobbying for a show in Hawaii for years. <laughs> I know someone. Maybe I can connect you. <laughs> uh, so tell me a little bit about how the festival works. Like, when does it start? When do you start getting film submissions? I know there's a contest portion, and it's vetted by judges, but also by the audience. How does that all work? Well, uh, the festival has been happening since 1976. Um, the actual festival itself takes place over nine days in November. Uh, we invite film and book submissions from all over the world. And this past year, there were 400. 180 films entered into competition. Wow. All of them on adventure film topics of one kind or another. Uh, entries start sometime in the summer, and they're watched by a very dedicated pre-screening committee in, in um, Banff, Alberta. Um, uh, local people who sort of pre-screen the films, take it down to a reasonable number. Something like 80 films are the finalists, which are shown in Banff during the festival. And then we also recruit an international jury. Now, our jury is composed of of people who are film directors or festival directors from other parts of the world, plus adventurers, because there's really two criteria to the competition. One is the cinematography, as in a traditional film festival, but the other one is uh, the adventure itself, the story that's told in the film. So the festival combines those two things. Um, at the end of the festival in Banff, after the nine days are over, on the Sunday night, we make the big announcement who won the awards. Mm. Uh, and then we packaged all those films and we hit the road uh, starting in November for okay. screenings all over, the, all over the world going right through to the next summer. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's, yeah, it's a year-round endeavor, really. It is. Yeah. And, and so their films are all in different lengths, different topics, serious, funny. What's the shortest film you've ever had? Mm, I think we had a film that was just over a minute one time. Wow. It was really short, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the longest one? Uh, we don't try not to tour anything over an hour because we do like yeah. to show a variety of films yes. at every location. And if something's more than an hour, then it compromises our ability to show other films. Sure. So I think some that have been entered in the contest were longer and then were distilled a little bit yes. for the road. Yes. Yeah. If we have a, a film that we think that our tour audiences are going are to love and it's a bit too long, we will go back to the filmmaker and say, would you be interested in cutting a shorter version that we can mm -hmm. tour? And they mm -hmm. almost always say yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who who wouldn't want to do that? Right. <laughs> Get yeah. on board with Independent the filmmakers want their films to be seen, really, in the yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah, because the the Banff Center Mountain Film Festival is such a venerable organization mm -hmm. now. It's It's been around for how how many years? Uh, this is 48, so we're coming up to 50 in two years. Okay, yeah. so yeah, 48 years, and Algonquin Outfitters has been hosting it here for 28 years. That's right. And we talked about the different venues where it's been hosted here. You haven't been at all of them. You've only been at the ones at Algonquin Theater, but prior to that, um, it was out in Grandview, and before that, it was at a, a venue in Port Sydney that was known as the... Um, uh, Baptist Conference and it would just all over the place um, it, it's it's finally found a really comfortable home there and and you don't have to worry too much about uh, glitches with the uh, the system I know you talked about having some problems with the uh, the screen at another venue and the uh, you want to tell us a little bit about some of those hiccups what happens what do you well, do actually on this tour just a few a week ago we were in Aurelia at the beautiful Aurelia Opera House which is a great venue very similar in some ways to the Algonquin Theater and we had a bat during the screening. So the Banff, famous Banff theme music woke the bat <laughs> up. He was up in the rafters somewhere. And I could hear people murmuring in the theater. And then I heard someone scream and looked up and this what looked like an enormous bat was flying right in front of the screen, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And finally, luckily, he settled down. So that was kind of fun. And we said it was all part of the adventure and the, and the audience was very understanding about that. Yeah. You do get mishaps on the road. You're all by yourself. You're, yeah. you're the tech director. You're the MC. You're the person writing the script. So you're a one-person road. You can call Banff uh, mm -hmm. for advice when you need it. And I had to do that one time in a little place called Downeyville, California, oh. where my um, projector uh, threw the alarming uh, um, message fatal error ah. which is not one something you want to see 10 <laughs> minutes before the show no. <laughs> <laughs> but we got it working and the yeah. show went on it was we were about a half an hour delayed but i called banff and we we got the projector to to behave to itself okay. yes so projector issues screen issues bats yes <laughs> many many things <laughs> yeah. yeah frozen projectors we talked about that last yeah. night you and i yeah uh we used to drive one of the most memorable tours started in banff right after the festival and after doing a couple of bc shows it would drive all the way across the country our van with the projector in it and the road mm -hmm. warrior driving and by the time we got to thunder bay the projector was so frozen mm. it just wouldn't turn on and they had to get breakout hair dryers to warm it up so that's uh, yeah, fun. yeah so back in the day the road wars actually took a van all the way from banff and drove across the country with the films 
Yes. And all the equipment. Yes. Wow. Yes. It was quite fun, actually. A great big white van filled to the gunnels with uh, equipment, uh, uh-huh. a big projector, a whole entire sound system with speakers taller than me. Huh. Um, and we would recruit volunteers in locations uh, to help us unload. Yeah. But it meant we could go to tiny communities that just had a fire hall and nothing nothing uh we could show up unpack everything they set out the folding uh chairs and we'd have a show in a tiny little community so that was kind of nice so then it evolved to sending them out planes trains automobiles whatever with cds was it or dvds yes we started with reel to reel we went to some kind of a vhs type uh format at one Mm -hmm. point then uh to uh blu-rays uh dvd blu-rays uh and then finally now everything is on a computer uh hard drive okay so you just bring your little hard drive in your backpack or your purse or whatever yep and hopefully there's no glitches hopefully there's no glitches (laughs) and you know what the audience our audiences are very generous and i've been told by other road warriors you know the audience is on your side if something goes wrong you just tell them yeah. Hey, folks, we're having a little issue here, and maybe tell a few jokes, ask a few questions, yeah. while the techs get things back working again. <laughs> so you just you have to have a few jokes in your bag yes. and just be prepared for anything. Yes, that's, that's <laughs> the essence of live theater of any kind, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that really is essentially yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, there were a lot more road warriors, I think, um, operating prior to COVID. And then COVID changed so many things. And during COVID, the festival still went on but as an online thing that's correct Can you tell yes. us how that worked yes um both in banff where we couldn't gather in person for the festival and on the road where mm-hmm. um we made our films available online on demand mm-hmm. i mean similar to netflix it wasn't yes. a subscription you'd buy a single use ticket to watch the films in your own home and we've actually continued that because it means we can reach more people these films can yeah. be seen by more people maybe in places where it's too small to even have a theater, uh, we can still have people watching these amazing films. And what's interesting, I think, about the Banff Festival, I mean, maybe uh, all film festivals, is these films come in from all over the world. So this year, there were, as I said, 480. They came in from directors based in 40 different countries. So, but in turn, we take those on the road to 50 countries. So in, in some ways, it's almost like a, a global exchange network where um, we take, um, we introduce people um, in mountain communities to each other all over the world that is wonderful and we're just about out of time for this segment we got to pay the bills so we're going to take a short commercial break and then we'll be right back with everything bagels talking with deborah hornsby hold on to that thought Welcome back to Everything Bagels with me, Jenny Cressman, and my guest today, Deborah Hornsby. Deborah is a road warrior for the Banff Mountain Film Festival World Tour, and she's been touring around Ontario at this point. So, Deborah, tell us what's it like to have a day in the life of a road warrior? You get up, you have your breakfast, and you have a whole little system for how things go, eh? Yes, yeah. Well, it is a lot of travel, a lot of driving. So, typically, uh, let's say you have a show day, you did a show last night you wake up pack up check out of an anonymous hotel room and hit the road and drive to your next location um typically we have a 3 p.m tech rehearsal for a 7 p.m show and the shows get out 
I usually leave the venue around 10.30. So it's a, it can be a long day at times. Yeah. But I do make a real effort to get outdoors in every single location I go to because it keeps me sane. <laughs> so I'm very good at looking on Google Maps to find trails, uh, to go running or hiking or skiing or snowshoeing. I've gone kayaking on tour. It's, yeah. Or, or shooting people with bow and arrow. Yeah, that's what, right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, so you get into some actually fun little adventures here when you're in, in Huntsville. Yes, I do, yeah. So tell us about the one you had this time. Well, actually, uh, I was very lucky. Uh, first off, Gord from Algonquin Outfitters lent me skis, a ski package. So I did go skiing at Arrowhead and up ah. at Fen Lake in Algonquin. And then uh, yesterday, Hondo from Find Your Wild, a local adventure mm-hmm. company, uh, took me out on these cool little skis they're called hawk skis they're quite wide and they have skins under them and you can travel in areas where you would maybe normally have to snowshoe but these things uh get you up and down little hills and then if you happen to hit a downhill you can actually ski down it rather than walk on your snowshoes Mm -hmm. and we uh tramped around in the woods we built a fire we had s'mores and so that was all out at the morgan house property that's right yes okay just out of town a little bit yeah it was really really fun and then when we got back after the being out in the woods for a while uh, hondo introduced me to a bow and arrow uh-huh. luckily the arrow had a foam tip on it and <laughs> then he showed me how to shoot him and i did <laughs> and he says you're a very good shot yeah i was very surprised i actually hit my target which was hondo <laughs> <laughs> awesome so you've learned a new skill you do lots of outdoor activities um so this, is it unusual to have th- this much time in one community, three shows? Um, is that common? Most places have more than one show. I mean, there are mm-hmm. certainly communities where we only have one show. Uh, but quite often I get to stay here in Huntsville. I was here for five nights, which was really lovely. And my next location, uh-huh. I'm heading to Ottawa this morning. I'm in Ottawa for five nights as well. And so I'll hopefully, if it gets a little colder, I'll get out on the canal skating. I, um, but um, yeah, um, um, I I try really hard to get to know the communities, especially mm-hmm. the local trails, because our, our audience is reflective of the films that we screen. So our audience is an outdoor audience. So yeah. um, I think, uh, you know, I try to get to know what people do in the community I'm visiting. Yeah, yeah. And then that I think that helps bring life to your introduction. And you can you can talk from a personal perspective sometime about some of the yeah. activities. I've done this or I wouldn't do that. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> what wouldn't you do, Deb? Uh, what would I do I would not base jump no oh I think that'd be fun (laughs) nope nope not for me (laughs) hang gliding (laughs) I would like to try that actually maybe some squirrel suit tandem no no squirrel suit no no Yeah, there are so many activities out there. That's one of the things I think that is really fun about the the festival movies is you don't know what the film is going to be about at first, but it all it hooks you in. And there's often you know people going, "Ah, I wouldn't do that, no way." And then the other half of the audience is going, "I want to do that." That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think our films. The reason our tour has been so successful for all these years is that essentially at the essence of these films that they are about inspiration they're about Mm -hmm. testing your limits 
uh, trying something new. And so, you know, on the, the screen, you might see somebody doing something incredibly extreme, like climbing a mountain in Pakistan and jumping off the top of it. Well, you and I are never going to do that. But it kind of gives us a license to do something in our own lives that yeah. uh, we f- at first think, we oh, I can't do that. But in fact, yes, you can. Yeah. One foot in front of the other, as they say, yep. and you're off. And so maybe I'm just going to do my adventure as a backpacking trip or a hike in the woods. Yes. Uh, that's my adventure. Uh, but watching these people on screen uh, achieving their adventures just tells you, well, hey, I can do that. I can do something adventurous in my life. Push your own limits. Push your own limits. Try something. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. Very good perspective. Now, in looking at the films over the years, because I've attended, I think, every show that's been here in all the 28 years that it's been coming to Huntsville, um, there used to be more of an emphasis on it having to be a mountain culture. Now, it seems to be a little bit broader. It's more of a general outdoors theme for some of the films. Is that correct? Yes, I would say. I mean... uh, I would say mountains make up the, you know, mountain topics make Mm -hmm. up the primary portion of our films. But yes, I mean, we've had ocean films about sailing, uh, Mm -hmm. but usually to something like sailing to Antarctica and then skiing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or or, uh, we have a couple this year about going to Baffin Island. One is uh, set in Baffin Island. They sail there in a sailboat, but then they got off the sailboat on their skis. They they do some lines, right? Yeah. So, uh, but you're right. Uh, The topics have uh, expanded. I would say the way people move through the landscape has expanded when you think about it yeah. in the last few years there are more yeah. and more ways to experience the outdoors and our films reflect that sure and, and caving or spelunking yes this, that film so it's going under the mountains instead that's of right the yep. there were that's mountains what? on top of those <laughs> that's right those caves yeah. but yes yeah. but that film subterranean last night was all about uh trying to establish a record for the deepest cave in canada and the longest cave yeah. in canada and those people are adventurous let me tell oh, you yeah yeah i've done a, a very small amount of of caving or spelunking, whatever term you want to use, when I lived in Pennsylvania, because there's some big caverns there. Yeah. But I would not want to go that deep, I must say. <laughs> uh, so, do you have a favorite film of the ones that you're touring around with this year? Oh, that's a hard one. I love a film called Chronoception that we showed mm, here mm-hmm. in uh, Huntsville. Yep. I love the cinematography. It's about a group of uh, uh, two boarders and a skier who go to Kyrgyzstan uh, and have an adventure in the mountains mm-hmm. there. Uh, I just think the cinematography and the music and the sound in that film is exceptional. Yeah. Uh, so that is one of my favorites. But one of my other favorites is a complete contrast. It's a film we showed called uh, Pioneers Tandem Cross-Country Skiing. So very, you know, um, the film itself is not particularly... professional in look I think some of it was phone was filmed on an iPhone uh, it's very homemade uh, but it tells a crazy adventure a crazy story about two guys who decide that they're going to enter a ski race and they're going to ski the two of them on one set of skis yeah yeah <laughs> and they do yeah somehow it's quite a feat <laughs> quite a feat to have that many feet on one pair of skis yes <laughs> lots of coordination well, and over all the years that you've been involved with the festival, which is going back, when did you start with the festival? Uh, 2000. 2000. Okay. Yeah. So you've seen a lot of films. Is mm-hmm. there one during all that time that jumps out in your mind as wow? Yeah. The, my favorite film of all time is called North of the Sun, and longtime festival fans may recognize that name. Mm. It was about two fellows in uh, Norway who uh, go off grid. They 
pack everything on their backs and take their skis and they go to a remote beach. Oh, they take their surfboards too. Mm. This is north of the Arctic Circle. They go to this little beach. Uh, they build themselves out of all of the debris, logs and, and garbage uh, on the beach. They make themselves a little hobbit house <laughs> and they live in it all winter and they surf uh, some days uh, in these beautiful waves and then some days they climb uh, the hills behind them and they they uh, ski and snowboard and I love the spirit of ingenuity in that film and the minimalist I mean mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. you know they and at the end they clean up the beach before they leave um, they hire a helicopter uh, and they um, they um, clean the beach that they've been living on for the past six months and uh, so it has a positive outcome Yes, that sounds familiar to me. I'm pretty sure we aired it here. <laughs> and there's always something of interest, no matter what your personal interest is. Um, I think that's what the diversity is, is what I always find intriguing. In the past, Algonquin Outfitters used to try to have theme nights, but now it's just general. Each night is a mixture of things, and that always makes it so much fun. You, you don't know what you're going to see. That's right. <laughs> you don't know. And we try very hard to get you know, to construct programs that do feature that variety in terms mm-hmm. of pacing and length and sports genre that's shown on the screen, um, something funny, maybe something serious, uh, so that, you know, that it's a balanced program uh, to the appeals to everyone. And so for people wanting to enter the contest with their films, when do they start submitting? When do they begin to... It begins in the summer. So Mm -hmm. BanffMountainFestival.ca would have the application deadlines on there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And really, um, there are certain technical standards the films have to meet uh, that enable us to then take them around the world yeah uh but other than that we've had first-time filmmakers win awards um yes so uh i would encourage anyone who has an idea just go out there and try it out and who knows maybe you'll see yourselves on the big screen here in huntsville that would be very fun and the shows are available after the the festival has finished and the road show is finished are they still available on demand Yes, um, the festival, when the next festival starts, so in the fall of the following year, then we do make our uh, present offerings available on demand at that Mm -hmm. point. Uh, There are always films available on demand, but uh, we try not to compete with ourselves in (laughs) terms of live performances. So we wait until the festival live performances have ended, and then we do make those films available. Wonderful. Well, it's been so fun chatting with you, Deb, and learning more about the the inner workings, if you will, or the outer workings, because it's the world tour. You're out there everywhere with Banff Mountain Film Festival. Thank you very much for coming in. Thank you for inviting me, Jenny. Okay. Bye for now, Deborah. Bye.